Welcome to the Holiday Podcast, where we sit over homemade challah on Friday afternoons here at my table. I'm your host, Tammy Priest, a Jewish follower of Jesus, and it's great to be with you today as we talk again about the intersections of the Old and New Covenants. Well, it's great to be back. I took a bit of a ministry break this summer because our youngest was graduating from high school, so yes, that does mean that we are empty nesters, which I have complicated feelings about. What I don't have complicated feelings about are these figs. So when we moved into our house in December, I had no idea of the surprises that were waiting for me in the spring. There were bulbs for tulips and lilies and irises that I had no idea about, and they just started sprouting out of the dirt in the spring. Something that I thought was a bunch of dead sticks turned out to be this gorgeous hydrangea, which I've never grown before, and all kinds of birds everywhere. But anyway, my favorite unexpected find was the fig tree. So it was planted at the top of the retaining wall in our backyard, so I could only see the lower branches. But a couple months ago, when I was out back with the dogs, I noticed a single tiny green fig growing and I was so excited. I wondered if maybe I'd actually have some edible fruit from it. Just a couple of figs. Well, every single morning for the last couple weeks, I've been pulling about three to four pounds of figs off this tree. And that is only from the third of the tree that I can reach. So this is this morning's fig harvest, just from the lower branches that I could reach by hand. Didn't even use my extender pole today because there was so much low hanging fruit. So anyway, the first day that I gathered this bunch of figs, I was so excited and I made some roasted figs with brown sugar and cinnamon and some rosemary from my herb garden with this recipe that my mom sent me. The next day I made bruschetta with figs and goat cheese and basil and balsamic. And I kept going with new recipes every day until my husband said he needed a break from the figs. He started mimicking, you know, that scene in Forrest Gump when he talks about all the different kinds of shrimp dishes that, you know, Bubba Gump served. So I started making jam with all the abundance to give away, which is totally not in my wheelhouse, which you know, if you know me, but empty nesting is for trying new things, right? And it's been so fun. I love picking these figs and every morning, you know, from the bottom of the tree, while all kinds of birds are actually eating the figs from the top of the tree at the same time. And it's this connection with God's creation in a totally new way for me. And being under the fig tree started me thinking about fig trees in scripture. I mean, even people who don't know scripture know about everyone being able to sit under their own vine and fig tree, right? You just might think George Washington said it in Hamilton. But Washington, in his actual speech, was quoting Micah 4.4. And this is the passage when God promised that one day swords would be beaten into plowshares and there would be no more war. And then he said, Everyone will sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid. 
So sitting under a fig tree became symbolic of peace and security and having everything you need to live. And I've thought a lot about this symbolism as I gather these figs every morning. I'm really longing for that day when this shalom isn't fleeting, you know, when it isn't just a promise, but when we experience it as this eternal reality. But this sitting under the fig tree wasn't just symbolic. So in biblical times, it was common for Jewish people to sit under the wide and you know, spreading branches of fig trees to pray or to study the Torah. And also rabbis would sit under fig trees and people would come sit with them and listen to their teaching. So I really love that this prolific fig tree in my backyard has become this daily visual reminder of God's provision and also of taking time to press pause and spend quiet time with him. Now, the purpose of this vodcast is to talk about the intersection of the old and new, right? Well, a really cool thing is that for the past several weeks, I've been reading John 1 and kind of drilling down and praying and journaling just through one or two verses each morning. And this week, I just happened to be reading the verses when Jesus met Nathaniel. So let me read that for us together. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite in whom there is nothing false. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. And Jesus said, you believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You shall see greater things than that. So people often wonder why Jesus would equate Nathaniel being a faithful Israelite with having seen him sitting under a fig tree. And so thinking back to what I was saying about fig trees in ancient Judaism, I have to think that Nathaniel was either you know, sitting under a fig tree alone, praying and meditating on scripture, or he was learning from a rabbi sitting under a fig tree. And then in that moment, when Philip urged him to come and see Jesus, despite his doubts about Nazareth, Nathaniel was yearning for the Messiah. And so he was willing to leave a good teacher for the hope of the better teacher, the Messiah. And also symbolically, well, as well as literally, Nathaniel was willing to leave the shade and the comfort and the leisure of the fig tree to come after Jesus. And that made me really stop and think, am I willing 
to leave the good for the better? Am I willing to leave the comfort and leisure of my fig tree in this culture that says it's all about me to follow after Jesus, even if it means being uncomfortable and out of my element? And also it made me think, am I willing to carve out time to meditate on God's word, to pray and to listen you know, under the fig tree? Which actually, when you think about it, is what Shabbat, you know, the Sabbath, is all about, right? Um, stopping everything to contemplate and worship and rest in Adonai. And so, since it is Sabbath Eve, I'm going to spend time under my figurative fig tree, well, maybe my actual fig tree, but meditating on the Lord and asking the better rabbi, the eternal redeeming rabbi, to show me what it might look like to follow him from out of the comfort and peace he provides and share it with others, um, to help others experience and attain their own under the fig tree. And I pray that you too will experience your own under the fig tree, rest and worship as we prepare for the Sabbath on this Kala day.